many of you know we was guilty of all the charges? <laughs> all of them. But Jesus came and dropped the charges. <laughs> and I'm so glad he dropped my charges. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you ain't, I ain't got to stand for a judge for him to tell me I was guilty. I know I was guilty. <laughs> Glory to God. But I'm so glad Jesus, he was my kinsman redeemer. And he redeemed my life from destruction. Because I was destroying my own self. <laughs> Woo, my God. Some, yeah, all of them was failing it. Amen. Glory to God. So I, we thank and praise God for Calvary Cross and for the blood of Jesus that washed us and cleaned us up. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, well, you know where you came from. Oh, yeah. You know what you was into. But God gave you another chance. Woo! When God brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light, you had a reason to celebrate. Oh, yes. Amen. We thank and praise God for the teaching from the teachers. Uh, no sin is too big for God to forgive. Amen. Amen. Whether it is felony uh, or whether you got life without parole. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. Uh, we have a tendency of just locking the door and throwing away the key on somebody. Huh? But God is a God of a second chance, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, a seventh, an eighth, a ninth, a tenth, eleven, twelve. He done gave us so many chances. I done lost count a whole long time ago. I lost count where he gave so many chances. God is a God that can forgive. Woo, my God. I, I think we, we sometimes forget that because, see, we're so busy being so judgmental. And, you know, being a critic of everybody. Come on. We good at diagnosing everybody's sin, but we can't look at our own self in the mirror. Oh, but I'm here to tell you and remind you today, God still forgives sin. Oh, that's why you're here today. Oh, don't, oh, oh, don't think that you done done everything just right now. You ain't got it every eye across every teeth. Uh, I know we all churchy, uh, you, you know, and we're doing this church thing, but don't you forget now, uh, every day you don't get it just right. We don't miss the mark along the way. Amen. Glory to God. And God is constantly forgiving us. Yeah. Oh, let me say it again. He's constantly forgiving us. Huh? Uh, uh, it ain't even about the stuff that came out your mouth. What about the stuff you thought up here? Because we don't commit adultery. We don't commit murder. We don't rip folks' cocktail out up here. We don't slice and dice and cut. Oh. Up and then up here again, where is it at? It comes in the heart. Yeah, but God can't forgive. Yeah. Uh, but, but see, the essence of that is repentance. Mm -hmm. Coming clean with God and having a change of mind. Uh huh. A change in your direction. Because we can say we're sorry all day, and there's nothing wrong with being 
repentance. Yes. Uh-huh. But we got to do more than that. Uh-huh. It's called turning that thing all the way around. God expects to see some fruit of our repentance. You say you repented, then why you keep on doing the same thing over again? So God is able, but the condition is, is repentance. I know that's not a hot topic, you know. That's not, you know, one of them TMZ topics is repenting to God. Uh, you know, that ain't, you know, juicy enough. You, you know, that ain't fleshy. You know, y'all like that fleshy, juicy stuff. You know, that's the kind of stuff that gets you all stirred and wake you up. Because you half fall asleep when we talk about repentance. You half fall asleep when we talk about holiness and sanctification. Uh-huh. You get tired when we talk about living right. Because it ain't juicy. It ain't the latest gossip in the street. Oh, but I'm here to give you a newsflash. God is still requiring repentance. The psalmist said, created me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Because my spirit has got some stuff in his crawl, and I need to get it out. Lord God, I want to be clean on the inside. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to come in God's presence. Is if we clean up our action. Now see, the woman with the alabaster box, uh, she gave us a lesson, you know. Well, since we all deep in churchy, and we think we all know how to get to Jesus, and we are a spoon coon with Jesus, uh, she gave you a lesson <laughs> on how to approach God. I know it, I know it. I know y'all ain't gonna like First Lady this morning. Uh, but maybe we're doing this thing all wrong. And maybe if we take some lessons from God's word, from this example of this woman, then maybe now we can get some more results. Because ultimately, I don't want to just go through a routine. I need results. You done gone through enough routine. You need God to move. You need a miracle. You need a breakthrough. You need God to move on your behalf. You need a way made. You need a door open. You need God to heal your body and to heal your sin sick soul. You need results. Don't come to me talking about your routine. Because your routine ain't working. I say it again, your routine is not working. Mm -hmm. Because if it was working, we would have results. Hmm. Let that soak in. Huh. This woman knew how to get some results. God. She wasn't all churchy and flashy. My God. But she got the result that she needed, that she was desperate for, that she was hungry for. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
response. This is what I want to get to here. How do you respond when God done forgave you? Oh, 
heaven and all the earth. Oh God, I love you because you're God alone. Beside you there is no other. I worship you because you are the almighty creator. You rule over everything and your glory is far above the planet earth, the moon, the stars, and the skies. You're an awesome God. You're the almighty and I appreciate you God for who you are. You're everything God. You're everything, God. You're everything, God. You're everything. Woo! Woo! Ain't nobody like you. Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. Oh my God, went from Billy Bob in the check and still couldn't find the right love. Oh, come on, somebody. You went from Sammy Sue and from Betty, but nobody could treat you like Jesus. Oh, come on here. Nobody could touch your soul. Nobody could touch your heart. Nobody could deal with your mind like Jesus. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Nobody could do you like Jesus. Nobody. You owe him worship. You owe your hands to be lifted. Oh, come out here. Time out for you coming to church, sitting on the sideline. You got to get active in worship. Because there's deliverance, there's healing, there's salvation. When you lift, oh, come out here. Woo! What I like about this woman, she had a posture of worship. Oh my God. Oh, she came ready before Jesus even got to the house. She was ready. How many times have you come through the door? You were ready for a worship experience because you knew you needed something from God. I just want to get close to Him. I need Him. I need His presence. I need his spirit. I need his word. You got to come ready. I ain't waiting on you to sing my song. When I come through the door, I'm ready. I ain't waiting on your little twirl, honey. When I get through the door, ready to meet God. You hear me? You gotta be ready. Cause you don't know when God gonna move. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. I come with a spirit of expectation because I'm expecting God to do something. I'm hungry for a move of God. This woman told you how to be hungry. 
she came ready before Jesus stopped the door. And when he got inside, the woman rushed her way to Jesus. You're moving too slow. You're walking too slow. When it comes to running to Jesus, honey, get in a hurry. Because you need God right away. You need him in a You need them in a hurry. You're moving a little slow. You're moving a little slow. Honey, the trouble we up against, the trouble we dealing with on a week-to-week basis, honey, you need to rush the presence of God. Woman with the issue of blood, huh? she wasn't stunned with them folk were talking about. As long as she had been messed up and bleeding all over the place, she needed a miracle. If I could just touch the hem of his cup. Mess up about what folks say. Talk about me all you want them. But when I get done, I'm going to have my miracle. Uh-huh. I'm worried about folks and what they going to say. Me coming up to the prayer line and me coming to the altar and falling out. Honey, if I need to fall out, I'm going to fall. Amen. I need a touch from glory. We need a touch from glory. Honey, this is 911 time. It's an emergency. The ministers, y'all saw the article. Snakes flowing out of the holy wall of Israel. And we think we got time to play around. Honey, the end is getting closer. Closer and closer. Before you know it, I told the pastor last night. I said, well, Jesus, it's okay. I know pig over there. Uh, He's ready to slaughter you in the house of God to go for us. Y'all don't realize how close we are. We're getting a little close. They pulling snakes out the holy wall. And you think you got time to play around with this thing? We're getting closer and closer. Jesus is knocking at the door. Come unto me. All you that labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Come and serve me. Come out from among them. Be ye shepherds, saith the Lord, and I will receive you. Come unto me. Serve me the truth and the living God. Put away your idols. He's knocking at the door. He's looking for whosoever will. He ain't worried about your geology, your theology, your degree, your bank account, the color of your skin. We get all messed up about that junk. But God is no respect of person. He said, whosoever will. Let him come. Let him come. 
That's what the church needs to be concerned about. Amen. The whosoever will. Not the ones that think they got it all sold up. Not the ones that refuse God and turn their nose up at this thing called salvation. Uh, come out here. Huh? Oh, going after folks that don't want it. They done told you they don't want it. Uh, let God deal with them. Huh? And if God don't trow them, you need to leave them alone. I know I don't went deep off in some of everything. Hey, let me. So, the woman with the alabaster box. Deaconette Marsha did an excellent job talking about Jesus teaching in parables. They were earthly stories with a heavenly meaning. Oh, glory to God. It was to those who wanted to know truth. It was hid from everybody else. Huh? Glory to God. We don't appreciate everything that God is sending. Huh? Just for you. A custom made, tailor made, in season, on time word for you. Because he ain't giving that to everybody. Huh? This was to the church. Let me put that on blast again. God's word was written for who? For the church. So we need to understand that. Huh? When Jesus was talking in parables, he was dealing with his church that he was raising up. The disciples, not the Pharisees, Pharisees, no, not the critics. You know, everybody that wanted to twist everything that Jesus said. You know, oh, he called himself the son of man. He called himself the son of God. You know, that's what folks that hate God, uh, that's bitter, uh, they love to do that. Oh, uh, he said he, Jesus, and Jesus, uh, but I heard him a father, son, Holy Ghost. I didn't know it was nothing to that Holy Ghost stuff. All that gibberish. Jesus, huh, was talking to the twelve. Wasn't giving a parable to the sinners, to the critics. We got plenty of critics. Everybody love to be critical. You notice that? Love to be critical of you going to church now. They didn't have problems when you were skunky drunk. Huh? When you was high as Cooter Brown. They have a problem with that. Huh? When they knew you was caught up. They knew you were living a contrary life. They knew the stuff you was into. They have a problem with that. But they got a problem with you serving God. They got a problem with you preaching. They got a problem with you teaching. They got a problem with you being faithful and dedicated. huh? And being sold out and walking upright and doing that which is right now outside of God. They got a problem with that. They want to be critical because you're holy now. Huh? You look different. You walk different. You talk different. You dress different. You behave different. They got a problem and they want to be critical of that. Huh? But when I was out there with you, Huh? If you was turning up that BSOP, you'd have a few words. Huh? Oh, yeah, let's do that thing, girl. Huh? Yeah. But now everybody want to be critical. And you sit there and laugh it up and listen to it with your crazy self. I wouldn't even entertain it.
they know you going to an event and you trying and you pressing your way toward God. You ain't perfect, but you at least striving and they got something to say. Stop listening to me. I know I'm on somebody's street. I'm going to come down your road in a few minutes. <laughs> Giving ear to devils. <laughs> oh my God, the alabaster box. Rich marble stone. Hmm? It wasn't a cheap container. It's because it was cheap stuff. You got to get home at Walmart and talk. Amen. It was precious stone out of Israel. Highly regarded stone. See that now? We 
salvation. That's what she represented. See, we so focused on she was loose. Oh, she was a woman. She was caught up in this and that. Oh, she was a harlot. Didn't nobody broadcast what you was caught up in when you came in. Amen. Amen. Wow. See, we learn to focus on that kind of stuff. Wow. Instead of getting down to the meat wow. of the crux of what she really represented. Hmm. See, we focus on negativity. We look at stuff God ain't looking at. We concerned about something God ain't concerned about. You get messed up over that kind of stuff. You can't look past people. Huh? You couldn't look past us you came in You would have a problem. You would grab your purse and scoop down. Y'all probably be trying to get a sheet. Oh, come on here. 
can't hug and smile, can't show no teeth, you know, can't be cordial and say, yes, ma'am, thank you, sir, appreciate it, be kind, respectable, loving toward our brothers and sisters, whether they go to your church or not. Huh? They call in on the name of the Lord. They say they part of the body of Christ. Huh? Believers here, near and far, whoever come across your path, whether they black, white, yellow, green, don't make me none. We get all concerned about skin. Y'all so concerned about skin and color. It really blows my mind when God done created all. Every color of the rainbow, and y'all still concerned about black and white. Blows my mind. God ain't no one-trick pony. Because you don't see, you know, folks in China and Asia and Europe and everywhere else around the globe in Mexico and other islands worshiping the same God you worship, praising the same God you pray, serving the same God, huh? Being obedient, walking upright, doing that which is right in his eyesight, huh? Following after Christ, a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on here. They belong to God. So the woman here, she gets to Jesus. She had a posture of worship. Now it was interesting because she could have kept standing, but she got down on her the psalmist said, oh, come, let us worship and bow down before the Lord our maker. It's something different when you bow. Yeah. I guess y'all ain't been there. Oh, see, that may be the problem. I guess you hadn't been in a position where you bow down and you submit yourself under his ruling leadership and authority and you worship at his feet because it's not about me it's no more I but it's about you God I need what you got God you don't need me and that is the attitude of this culture we think God need us no God don't need you you need him she came broken she came humble. Oh, come on, somebody. We need a practice of coming humble. If you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, he will do what? He will exalt you. But you got to come correct. <laughs> you know how we used to say on the street, you got to come correct or you're going to come to me. You got to come correct when you come to Jesus. She had the posture of humility. A lot of times we're so full of ourselves, even when we pray, we got our nose stuff in the air. That's how you think that's going. Hmm? God, I need you to do this. God, I need you to do this. God, you said you're going to do this. When is it going to happen? We live in God timetable now. Huh? He ain't moving fast enough for you. Huh? Coming before God any kind of way. Huh? With our attitudes, our 
don't even have the sense enough to bow your head. How you come to God makes all the difference in the world. Huh? He told the disciples, now you enter in the kingdom like these little kids here. Because see, you ain't grown in the kingdom. Newsflash, you ain't grown in here. Huh? You a child. Huh? You are a child under the leadership and the rule of God. <laughs> oh, we got so many grown folks and grown spirits and grown attitudes. Huh? Can't be told nothing. Huh? We getting full of ourselves, full of pride. Huh? Oh, my God. Huh? Full of flesh as carnal. Huh? Arguing and debating and splitting hairs. Huh? Oh, we got who's who and what's what. This click, that click. Huh? Who's doing this? Who doing that? Huh? Who waiting to get promoted and who? None of that mess even matter. What matter is God. It's his kingdom. It's his glory. It's his word. It's his church. It's his earth. It's his people. But sometimes we got to be reminded of those things. Then we get beside ourselves like we own stuff. You know, God is lending you a piece of property. He's lending you them children. He's lending you. You loan. You on loan, honey. You're going to be borrowing and. You're going to be on a loan you get out of here. Somebody I'm debt free. Well, that may be a money, but you ain't totally debt free. Because <laughs> you owe God. You owe God service. You owe God dedication. You owe God commitment. You owe God faithfulness. You're going to forever be in debt to God. We act like that the work just unfinished because he died on the cross and he rose again on the third day. Huh? No, it's a continuation, honey. Yes, Jesus paid it all. Huh? All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but Jesus washed me white as snow. But I continue to owe him. You hear that? I continue to owe him. She had thankfulness and love for what Jesus had done for her. Everybody else rejected her. Hmm? Nobody else gave her a chance. Nobody else gave her audience. Huh? Think about yourself. You appreciate when people listen to you. You don't want no, uh, you ever been in a crowd of people that, and somebody look at you like you got something on you? You take offense to that. Huh? Looks, attitudes make a difference. Hmm? Yeah, look at you like you stinking or something. You know you don't talk about You want that same attention. Huh? And respect. Nobody gave this woman an audience but Jesus. Y'all see that? Hmm. She got his attention. She fell at his feet. Cleaned his dirty feet. But let's just face it now. You know, our feet tends to be the dustiest and dirtiest parts of us. Absolutely. And especially 
for them in that culture because they wore sandals. Mm -hmm. And we don't ever want to think about kissing nobody's feet. Now let's just be for real. I don't mind holding your hand. I don't mind touching you on the shoulder, even giving you a hug. Yeah, we hold hands, sis. But I don't know about them feet now. Let's just keep it real now. You cool and all, you, you my dog. But I don't know about them feet. way good. Some of the feet may have little fungus, little crust. Uh-huh. Uh, Y'all don't want me to take you to podiatry. Oh, come on here. That ain't necessarily clean as part that I can touch.
But Jesus saw her totally different. And he said, wherever this gospel is preached in the world, That's this right. woman will be brought up. That's right. That's right. And he got criticized for being around those type of people. Uh-huh. Everybody was so critical. Why are you hanging around them, Jesus? Why are you being associated with them type of people? Them type of people is you and me and everybody that encompasses the body of believers. You went out so sweet and clean. You got skeletons in your own closet. You've been down dirty road once in your life. You done messed up. You done did something. Everybody qualify because we're all sinners. Huh? It just so happened everybody knew her stuff. Yeah. Huh? You better thank God everybody know your stuff. Huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We better thank God for his loving kindness, his tender mercy. We thank God for his amazing grace. How sweet the sound is saying a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. You better thank God he ain't spread all your Kool-Aid and all your business get open out there. He washed us. Washed us clean. My God. There's so much good stuff in here. So much good stuff. Huh? This woman had a personal experience. See, that, that's the thing we got to get down to, y'all. This has got to be personal. It's got to be about me and God. Huh? We make it too much about our surroundings and everybody around us that's in our circle, in our life. It's not about them. It's about you and God. Huh? This was personal for she knew once she came into Simon's house that everybody was going to want to be throwing her out. Yep. She yep. knew that. She knew when she went up in there, everybody was going to be like, Santa! They were going to snub their nose down at her. Everybody was looking at each other. You know how it be. When somebody in the crowd, something done went down and something done happened, everybody get the cutting eyes, looking at each other. You know they were cutting eyes. Saying stuff under their breath. Wondering who gonna throw her out of here. Oh, but Jesus dealt with this woman with love and compassion. Huh? And that's where we've gotten lost at. It's the compassion element. Hmm. How we show the love of God. Look, the church should be oozing and flowing with the love of God. The book of Romans said the love of God that shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Why everybody else being negative, you show love. Uh-huh. Why everybody is condemning and being critical and all this judgmental stuff, you show love. Huh? Because that's what God did for us. If Jesus was condemning me or everything I done, I would never got in here. I never got in here. If Jesus brought up, now, being you did this, you did that. You was a so and so. You did this. You you 
Jesus did us like that, do you think he would have came up in here? So then why do we do people? You don't forgot where you were. You don't forgot how hard the struggle is. Y'all remember how hard it was? Yes, ma'am. The fight that you was dealing with out there, not even talking about the fight on the inside. You still got to fight in here. You got to fight the good fight of faith every day. But we, sometimes we, we don't forget how hard when them spirits get a hold of folk, they ain't just letting go. They going through. We forget to be more prayerful and more compassionate to reach out when God especially is opening up the door with Compassion, kindness, it goes a long way. And now we're so spiritual, we ain't no earthly good. Come on. We're so spiritual now. We can't even have a good conversation. You ain't got to speak in tongues every time we talk. Speak to me in English. That's your language. Huh? We're so spiritual now. We got to talk heavenly and we ain't even been there. Oh, come on. Stop it. Stop it. We're so spiritual now. Huh? And all you got is a sprinkle of the Holy Ghost. That's all you got. Newsflash. Everybody in the kingdom, and ain't nobody got no more than nobody else. You got a sprinkle. You hear me? <laughs> and we're so spiritual. Huh? Ain't seen Jesus, ain't took a bath with Jesus like the apostles. Huh? You ain't seen him turning water into wine. You ain't walked on water like Peter. You ain't... But that you, okay, you weren't there at the resurrection. No, you didn't, oh, oh okay. Didn't roll that stone. You didn't roll the stone away. You didn't see the angels there at the tomb. But we so spiritual. We so deep. And we so powerful. Uh-huh. We done lost our connection and our compassion. Come on, Elder. Amen. We got to get that connection like she got. Because that woman got a real deal connection. When she got through her worship experience, oh, the woman, <laughs> your sins are forgiven. Huh? Go away in peace. Don't you worry about these folk in here and their opinion and what they got to say. When God say you forgive it, it don't matter your opinion. Hallelujah. Don't matter what they got to say. Huh? He the only one that can forgive sin. We worried about opinions from people instead of being concerned about God's opinion. 
Let me tell you, God's opinions don't want to matter. You hear me? You know, I, I know we got people, you know, in our mind and everything all lifted up. You need to pull them down. Mm -hmm. Because God's opinion is ultimately the only one that matters. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 And a lot of times, folks don't return to God because we won't let them live their past down. Won't let them live it down. And the thing about it is, like God lived yours down, you have to return that same favor to folks because we ain't always had all our I's dotted and T's crossed. That's right. And if God would expose us in some Woo! of the stuff we've been involved, ain't no way in the world we can look down on nobody. That's Amen. right. Amen. No, no way. So, you know, you, you, you have to look at the fact that when that woman came to Jesus, she came with everything she had, and that was her heart. That's right. And when she came with her heart and she came to Jesus, she gave him the best she had. The best Sometimes she we had. act like we got to have it all together to give God the best. You give, give God the best, the best you, you have got. right now. That's right. Amen. Amen. And that's what she did. She gave him the best, best she had she right then and there. That's right. And then, and because she did that, now you have to look at the fact that the scripture said that wherever this gospel is preached, the remembrance of this woman will be told. Yes. So God gave high regards to what she did than what the critics are sitting right saying what she'd already done. But it wasn't about what she had done. That's right. It was about what God had accepted what she did. That's right. And that's what we need to be concerned about is God accepting your worship. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you know, a lot of times you, you see people put on airs, you know, and do performances. God is not concerned about your performance. He don't want your performance. He wants real deal worship. Brokenness. Huh? Humbleness. Meekness. Huh? Come on here. Out of a heart that is grateful and thankful. Let's say that again. Out of a heart that's grateful. How you gonna worship and you don't thank and appreciate God for what he's done? How you gonna worship? Explain it to me. Hmm? How you gonna call yourself worshiping God and you don't have no gratitude? All the stuff that God done done for you just yesterday, just last night, and you don't forget that fast, you done came in here swole with attitude, and you call yourself a worshiper. No, you a fake and a phony. You a pretender. Hmm? You put on airs in front of people. Huh? But a real worshiper, huh? Ain't gonna no no ass. Ain't concerned about folk opinion. I will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's a real worship. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble gonna hear thereof, cause I'm humble.
right with them. And be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. See, I'm going to praise him by myself, but if you want to come along with me, you're more than welcome. Magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. That's unity. You see, you know, that's real deal. You know, pick and choose when you want to worship. <laughs> you know, you don't pick, yeah, you know, we want to pick and choose when good stuff happens. You know, when the money is flowing, everything going good. You know, all our little plans is working and we living on the high vine. Oh, we love, oh, it's easy to praise and worship. But what about when everything is falling apart? What about when you get the bad news? What about when you get off the shut off notice? What about when your account get hacked and all your money go? What about when the car break down? What about oh when a loved one died, you just had the funeral and you gotta pick it back up and keep up? What about? Are you a true worshiper? At all times. The good, the bad, the ugly, the in-between. At all times, I'm going to bless the Lord. It's the Lord that giveth and the Lord that takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Ah. Wow. This was some good stuff. Some good stuff. I like the parable Jesus gave to Simon, talked about the debt. Their debts were forgiven and canceled. Jesus looked at Simon and said, now, Simon, which of the ones that had debt do you think loved him more after that? Because, see, one of them had 500, one had 50. You know, we try to weigh it out. Jesus said, now, which one now, because the, the creditor done canceled both of their debt. Uh-huh. Uh, which one do you think loved him the most? <laughs> oh, Simon had scratched his head for a minute, you know, trying to get amnesia. You know how we do, we play dumb games. Yeah. Well, Jesus. 